BBS and church is a lot of fun. Wouldn't you say? Just nod your head up and down like this. Yeah. Church and BBS can be a lot of fun. And I used to have people that were influences in my life, just like Davy Crockett, who used to tell me, Mr. Matt, church is no fun. That's for people that when they go there, they don't have any fun at all. But you know what I found? I found out that those influences were wrong and that actually people that go to church and to VBS, man, they have more fun than anybody in the entire world. So I'm glad that I'm here and I get to be a part of what you're doing. So I'm going to tell us a story. Tell me and you a story about a guy named Joseph. Joseph lived over 4,000 years ago. And Joseph, when he was born, he was born to a daddy and a mommy. And his mommy's name was Rachel. His daddy's name was Jacob. When they had him, man, they loved him so much. But they also had a whole bunch of other sons. Well, this son, they loved him so much, they gave him a coat of many colors. They gave him a coat of many colors. In fact, this coat was so awesome. Joseph used to wear it around. And his brothers, man, they got a little bit of jealous. And, you know, jo Joseph, he actually was a little bit of a dreamer, too. He used to have dreams. Anyone ever had dreams before? Just raise your hand. You don't have to shout out loud. Ever had a dream before? Well, he had a dream one day that a bunch of sheaves, a bunch of sheaves that looks just like this, up on the screen, a bunch of sheaves were all around him and they bowed down to him. And then he went around and he told his, his, uh, his, his brothers around breakfast one time about a, that dream and another dream that a bunch of planets had bowed down to him. And he said, you know what? All these things, they bowed down to him and they went across, they were eating their cereal, they were eating their toast and their brothers just kind of shook their head and they said, man, Joseph, he's a, he's a weirdo. He's a kind of a crazy kind of guy. And they this they kind of didn't like Joseph a whole lot. And so Joseph, one day, he was home with his mom and dad, and his brothers were off working. He started walking uh, around the house, and his dad said, hey, Joseph, come over here. I want you to take some lunch to your brothers that are working in the field. He said, okay. So he grabbed some lunch, and he started off on a long, long journey. He finally got to his brothers, and his brothers saw him uh, way far off. And his brother said, you know what? We really don't like Joseph. Let's go hurt him really bad. In fact, let's... <coughs> Make sure he never lives ever, ever again. And one of the older brothers, Judah, he said, no, we better not do that. We better make sure that Joseph lives. So they threw him in a deep well. And then they saw a caravan going by of camels. And that, that caravan was going to a real far off land called Egypt. And his brothers took him and they sold him to these people on these camels. And Joseph ended up many, many thousands of miles away from his parents and from his brothers. And do you know what happened? He became a slave and he had to work for nothing and he did that so good that somebody else noticed him a guy by the name of Potiphar and Potiphar said you know what this guy's such a hard worker I'm gonna hire him so he hires Joseph and Joseph does such a good job at his at what he's doing that 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 they that he, that he made him the second in command of all of his household and Potiphar he was a really powerful man and one day when Potiphar was away then Potiphar's wife came by and said hey why don't you kiss me Exactly. He said, ew, I ain't kissing you. You're ugly. And she said, come on, please kiss me. And she said, uh-uh. Oh, no, he didn't talk like that. He said, uh-uh, I'm not going to kiss somebody that's married. The Bible says that I shouldn't do that. She says, please kiss me. And so he said, no way. I'm running away from this. I'm fleeing this temptation. You're a bad influence. So he starts to run away. And just like in the picture, she grabs his coat. And when Potiphar comes home, she says, look, I got this guy's coat. He was, 
he was trying to get up all on me and trying to kiss me. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Joseph says, no, I wasn't. And Potiphar said, my wife wouldn't lie. And he said, I'm telling you, I didn't do anything wrong. But Potiphar didn't listen to him. He threw him into prison. And so jo- Joseph now is in prison all by himself. He doesn't know what to do. But he, sure enough, in prison, there's a butler and a baker. And this butler and the baker, they start to get to talking. They said, you know what? We've had dreams. And Joseph said, you know what? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at dreams. Why don't you tell me what your dream is? <coughs> the butler tells him what his dream is. And he said, oh, that's a pretty neat dream. Three days later from now, you're going to get out of prison and you're going to go free. And then three days later, and then he talked to the baker and the baker said, uh, yeah, here's my dream. And he says, well, your dream, you're not going to last so long. And three days later, he didn't last so long. And then three days later, the baker gets out of prison. And as he's on his way out, Joseph says, hey, remember me. But he didn't remember him. He didn't remember him. And Pharaoh, the king of all of Egypt, one day his, his baker is there and he ate some bad seafood and had a really weird dream. And when he got woke up and he wanted to try to find out what his dream was, no one could tell him what his dream was. He said, come on, someone's got to tell me. And then the baker remembered, oh, Joseph, he knows how to talk about dreams. He knows how to interpret dreams. So he brought him in. And, he, and Joseph told him the meaning of the dream. And man, Pharaoh, he said, I like this guy. This guy is a pretty cool dude. So he hires him and Joseph becomes second in command of all of Egypt. Then a famine comes. And you know what a famine is? A famine is a time when there's no food to be found. But Joseph was wise, and when he had heard about this dream, he told the Pharaoh, you need to store up a bunch of food. And they had stored up a bunch of food, and so Egypt was the only country around that had food when there was no food anywhere else. Everybody was so hungry, including Joseph's brothers all the way back in the other country. One day, they're just sitting around going, man, I really wish I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I really wish I had something to eat. And the dad came in, Jacob, and he said, you know what? Quit just looking at each other and wishing you had a PB&J. Get out there and go try to find some food. In fact, I heard there's a king all the way in Egypt that knows about how to store up food. And I think he's got some. Why don't you go out there and find him? When they didn't know that that king, that person, was the brother that they thought, that, that, um, the, 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 the king, that, uh, the brother that they thought had actually died, but he hadn't died. He had become king of one of the one of the the second in command of egypt and so the brothers they headed all the way out there they took a bunch of camels and they get to there and joseph man he doesn't look like joseph anymore in fact he looks like somebody totally different he looks like a egyptian just like that guy right there that's how joseph looked except he didn't have like one eye bigger than the other eye he looked a whole lot better than that. But he comes in, and the brothers come in. They say, hey, we really want some food. And Joseph had a choice. He remembered back in the day when his brothers tried to kill him. And remember when his brothers were mean to him. And he had a choice. He could have taken that and said, you know what? When people tried to influence me for bad, and even though I did good sometimes and it didn't work out, now I can get back at my brothers. But you know what? He didn't do that. He ended up giving his brothers a second chance. And when his brothers came in, after some other things happened, he put his arms around his brothers and he hugged them. He says, you know what? I love you. Even though you were trying to be mean to me, I love you. Here's the thing, guys. There's going to be a lot of people 
in your life that are going to influence you to do two things. I'm going to have you say them with me. People will either inter- or try to influence you to do things that are bad. Say bad. bad. Or they're going to try to influence you to do things that are good. Good. Good job. And you're going to have people throughout your whole life. You're going to have maybe somebody that's in your family that hurts you. You may have somebody that's one of your closest friends that hurt you. You may have somebody in your family try to get you to do something wrong. They may try to get you to drink something you shouldn't drink. They may try to get you to look at something you shouldn't look at. They may try to get you to put something in your mouth that you shouldn't do. They may try to get you to go someplace that you're not supposed to go. And you know what? When that happened to Joseph, remember that girl tried to get him to do something wrong? And he said, no way. I ain't going to do that. The only influence in my life that is good is Jesus. And I'm going to listen to what God's word says, not what everybody else has to say. You're going to have people that are going to try to, just like Davy Jones did, try to trick you into doing something that God wouldn't want you to do. And you're going to have to be ready when that time comes to make sure that you aren't going to listen to the bad influences, but that you'll listen to the good influences. I'm going to do something right now, and I want everybody to pay attention. I'm going to show you what I mean. The Bible says in in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13, if you look up on the screen, it says this, Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill, cannot be hid. Being a light in a dark world, there's a lot of bad, dark influences in the world. And the Bible says that if you have Jesus Christ living inside of you, you are a light in a dark world. Kind of like this. Come here, Pastor Dave. He's got a torch. You see that? And you know what? In a a lighted world, see how light out it is? And see how bright that is? That's pretty bright, isn't it? But watch this when it gets darker. You see how bright that is? There's a lot of dark influences. Thank you, Richard. There's a lot of dark influences in this world. And they want to get you to do things that are wrong. But the Bible says that if you have Jesus living inside of you, you're just like this light. In a big, dark world, you can be a good influence in somebody else's life. So you shouldn't just have to worry about if someone's trying to get you to do something wrong, but you ought to be one of those people that try to get people to do things right. You know how you do that? That means that when you see a friend that that needs Jesus and he's doing things wrong, you need to go invite that person to church. Invite that person to come to VBS and maybe they can hear about Jesus. Maybe they can hear about the best influence in our life. And that is Jesus. Jesus.